Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Behind the foods. Yo, it's the dudes behind the food. The dudes behind the food. Yeah, it's the dudes behind the food. That's actually really fucking good. Whoa. 2024 Davis here, baby. What's going on with you? <laughs> oh, my God. My balls just got so wet. Hey, bitch, put your number in my phone before I don't want it no more. You oh, feel me? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, where you going tonight besides my place? You feel me? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I mean, wait, wait. Bring it, run it back, okay, run, it back okay. run it back, run it back, run it back. Where you going tonight besides my place? You feel me? <laughs> You're bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Baby, you think this is bad, baby. I could get evil. You feel me? <laughs> you're you're too much. Too much, baby. I could be extra gum, baby. I'll chew you up all night. You feel me? Uh, I don't even know what that means, but I'll just be talking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that laugh gives me like a visceral like anger. Coochie wetness. <laughs> no, it just makes me like. 
Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> when I'm angry, I'm horny. No. no, that laugh just like does something to my whole body where I'm just like, oh, no. You know, certain guys like giggling after, and I've never mastered that, and they've done it very well. What's up, baby? Ha, 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 ha. I can't do it. It's not my thing. It's, uh, you know, um, I feel like I've, I've done, you know what I did? I used to do a lot on the phone when people used to actually speak on house phones. Mm. I used to do a whole, man, I would get so comfortable. I would lay back. When I was calling a, a lady, uh, I would get back. I get super comfortable so I could give the full relaxed voice. And at first, you know, you're calling the house phone, so mom would pick up first. Like, um, hello, hi, uh, this is Tim from from school. Can I please speak to uh, David So? And then David So would be like, and and then the mom would be like, oh sure, honey, of course. Hold on one second. And then David So would get on the phone, like hello, and I'd be like, hey, what's up? I don't know why you didn't change my name to like a girl, but all right, that was very uncomfortable. I couldn't, I couldn't tell where the story was going and for then, a second. And then, I was like, and then David still would be like, "Hey, oh my god, what are you doing?" And I'd be like, "Chill." <laughs> like, I mean, names. And girls like that, huh? Oh, they loved it. They loved that 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 low key <laughs> thing. Hey, Robin, can you be on the phone with Tim real quick? <laughs> sure. Okay, if I was really trying to talk to, him. so I'll be the mom. Okay. okay. Bring, bring. Hello. Uh, oh, hi. Hello. This is Tim um, from school. Is Robin home? Yeah, she is. Would you like to speak to her? Uh, yes, please. That'd be great. Robin! What? <laughs> <laughs> There's some guy. He sounds really nice. He's here to talk to you, right? Pick up the phone the other line. Okay, sweetie. Well, uh, Robin's going to pick up the phone. It was nice talking to you. You sound like such a gentleman. Thank you so much. Okay. Robin, go ahead. Hello? Hey, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Man, just chilling. What you doing? Not much. Oh, see, her voice got a little soft right there. Yeah, you see? Everybody does it. I just started mirroring. You started mirroring, and then my pussy got wet. <laughs> see, her voice got a little, like, girls used to do that too, so I'd be on my, like, nah, you know, just chilling. And guess what? I'm the mom, and I'm still on the phone. I'm masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, sweetie, get off the phone. I want to talk to this man. <laughs> the fucking... The meatloaf is burning. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All you hear is this. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> the equivalent of that is like the girls will be like, no, nah, you know, just they would get all extra high. Like, oh my God, no, you're so high. I could never, do, I, I was never that guy. So I don't know what that power is. I don't have that. We would talk on the phone. I'm like, so what'd you do? <laughs> oh, really? You want to do the hour? It, it was something about house phones, too. I feel like it just helped your voice get like, it would just, you would feel the fucking bass in that shit. Yeah, and the girl would have the phone. She's curling the, the fucking wire with her finger like this. Oh, bruh. And you'd be on the phone for like, Hours and hours tying up the line. So I know that shit, right? Like when I, there was a girl that I liked. I don't know if I was doing all the sexy voice stuff, but we were just talking about her feelings or whatever. Mm -hmm. But we would be talking on the phone from like, I would say like 12 all the way to like 5 a.m. in the fucking morning. Just yeah, talking all mm -hmm. the time. And now it's like, we can't do that. Or, or sometimes uh, you used to do this bullshit where she'd be on the phone like doing her hair and you'd be on the phone like, I don't know, just like, playing Pokemon and you guys would just be in silence just on the phone with each other? Yeah, dog. Well, there would be a, so like, I remember because I had a long distance relationship. Mm. So we would just be talking on the phone and we just leave it on. We just knock out. Fall asleep with each other on the phone, yeah. Because it was free minutes at night anyway. So yeah. it didn't matter. 
and wasn't even, this was before FaceTime. You weren't even looking at each other. Exactly. You just knew this person was on the line. Yeah. And then, then she would just be like, okay, like I just woke up. I got to go to class or whatever. I'll talk to you. I'm like, okay. And then you just hang up and then you go on about mm-hmm. your day. Damn. You just sparked this old memory. I forgot about shit like that. Yeah, bro. I used to fucking, you know, people made it like a meme and a joke, but <laughs> the same shit where, you know, you'd have your little voicemail and you'd play a song on the radio. like, Hey, yo, what's up? Hey, 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 you know, I can't come to the phone right now, but, you know, leave a little something, something, fucking play some hit song that's yeah. on the radio. God. <laughs> you uh. guys have it so lucky. You don't even have to communicate anymore. And now, as opposed to nowadays, someone calls me I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? Why is this person calling me? You pick it up, text me, you fucking idiot. Yeah, hang up. Seriously, dog. What the hell? What's wrong with you? Bruh, speaking of the change of times, dog, Rick sent me this reel or TikTok or short or whatever of this dude. Um, he's like doing like a podcast with his like 16 year old daughter and they're just kind of speaking about technology and shit. And he's like, yeah, you know, um, when I was growing up, we had to watch whatever was on. We couldn't choose what we had to, what we got to watch. Right. And she's like, well, what do you mean? He's like, there was no binging a season. Like you had to wait for, if you liked the show, you waited a week for the new episodes. And then when the season was over, you waited Three months for the next season. She was like, M- months? She's like, what do you mean? She's like, well, how about I would just wait for it to like, to, so, so I could binge it. He's like, no, no, no. There's no, no waiting. Binging. There's, there's no binging. There's no waiting. You watched when it was on. She's like, but, well, but you guys always thought, well, how about like when you record, you guys always joke about recording over people's shows. He's like, yeah, that's TiVo. That's like the 2000s. I'm talking about 90s. There was none of that. You couldn't rewind. You couldn't pause. She's like, no rewinding? Like She was like shocked. Yeah, and then if you didn't want to pay attention to nothing, right, and you had to do some other shit, you would hit up your parents, your mom, your friends, whatever, hey, record it on the VHS so I could watch it later. Mm-hmm. And then when the season was over and you miss it, you would have to wait like another year for them to do reruns. And then you could fucking watch it. And you would be out not knowing what the fuck happened while everybody else is talking about it. Dude, you know what my one of my go-to jack-off materials was? All right. <laughs> Before before the internet, dog, I had on on VHS tape recorded off MTV (laughs) behind the video for Christina Aguilera, Dirty. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Because it was like the uncut, it was the shit they cut from the music video. Where it had some titties and stuff? It was no titties. They couldn't show that on MTV, but it would be certain points where like, like she would be like thrusting and dancing doing the choreo and her little skirt would fly up and you saw like, you know when you could see the bottom of her ass cheeks from the front? Like yes. that. It was like, oh my God, I just saw her ass and cooch, kind of, but in panties. And it was, it was it was shit they cut from the actual music video and that shit was enough to get me off, bro. As soon as my parents went to fucking Stater Brothers for like an hour or something like that, <laughs> I was dusting off that VHS and beating my meat, dog. I remember this very clear moment when uh, I went to Vegas and it was like a pool party. And I remember I saw this ass that was so big that you could literally see it from the front. Yeah. Man. You know what I mean? Cause like I'm sitting down and she's like, just dance. She's drunk as fuck. You know, she's like, this girl was drunk as fuck. She's trying to dance with everybody. Mm-hmm. I was like, hold on a second. Did I just see her clap her ass cheeks from the front, from this angle? I was like, that is the wildest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I was just like, dude, God be building people different. Pretty cool, huh? That was pretty fucking cool, dude. That pretty shit cool. was such a turn on. I don't know what the fuck I just saw. I was like, this is amazing. I put my sunglasses on with my mouth open. 
<laughs> I didn't talk to her. I was too shy. Vegas is crazy because you know what's cool about Vegas is that, like, everybody's just there to have a good time. You yeah. Know? And one year, I remember just messing around. I bought, like, some beads, like Mardi Gras beads, because you can get them at just, like, the little Walgreens out there. And I was at the pool, and this woman was like, can I, can I have beads? I was like, oh, you're going to, like, show me your boobies? And she was like, oh, sure. We went on the corner. We are at the pool. She's like, sure. Show me your titties. And I was like, okay, here you go. Get me some beads. And then from that point on, dog, I would always buy beads when I went to Vegas. <laughs> You're all pissed off. You guys bring the beads? <laughs> oh, we left it. You didn't bring the fucking beads? The beads, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> dog, man. Those days, too. Y'all are so fucking lucky. But I do say this. I want to say that, and, you know, Meryl kind of noticed about me, too. Mm -hmm. Like, she knows that I don't really deal well with, like, social situations, right? Mm -hmm. Not in the sense that I don't deal well with them, but I don't like to. But she says she doesn't understand. She goes, how can you do it so well? Mm -hmm. I was like, I think it's because we just had practice. Yeah. Right? And I think a lot of the times with this younger generation, you guys don't have practice where you have to learn how to talk to people to get what you want out of them. Mm -hmm. Right? Because now it's just like... You just chat, 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 you know, chop it up for a little bit. You're not going through a lot of these like embarrassing situations where you're <laughs> fucking up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because in order to be good at speaking to somebody, you have to go through these situations where you're like, ah, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I fucked up. But what's my next move? Mm -hmm. You know, oh, like I mean? how do I how do I smooth this over? Yeah, 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 yeah you know, because yeah, yeah. I've definitely had. I, mean, I can't remember anything too specific right now, but I'm pretty sure just millions of times of me trying to talk to a girl or even just a person. And I just didn't get the right flow. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then now it's like an adjustment where we can kind of like read people. Mm. Where we go, uh, this person probably wouldn't like this joke. Oh, I bet you this is the type of conversations that they like. Yeah, you know, it's like you definitely kind of have to, you know, I, I make I make this joke, but it's kind of true. Like, I stay working, not because I'm the, mo the funniest person or the most talented person, but like, you know, I'm... Charming, <laughs> like people, people like working with me. You yes, know what I'm saying? Yes, and yes, it gets yes. to a point where you I'm leave a good impression. You leave a good impression, and people are like, and they're trying to think of someone for like a gig or a brand deal or something, and they're like, "Oh, Tim was easy to work with. He was fun to be around on set. Let's bring him back." You know what I'm saying? Where they consistently want to work with you. I'm the person that <laughs> they begrudgingly want to work. They work with me because they see a talent, and they work with me on set, and they go, "You are." way more professional than I thought you would be. <laughs> I thought you were going to be this asshole. Mm. And they're just like, you're the sweetest person. You mm. always come on time. You're always ready to work. That's amazing. But to get to that point, because mm. they see all this content, mm. like, damn, he might be problematic. Mm. But then they see me and they're like, oh, you're the nicest person I've ever met. It's like, yeah, I'm sweet, guys. And it's a job. I take my job seriously. Like, I'm on time, on set, everything. Whatever you need, I got you. Because mm -hmm. it's work. You know what I mean? I, uh, you know, I, I almost try to be overly professional because I feel like when I'm on like professional sets, for example, I just know that there's that stigma of like, ah, oh, he's an internet guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So I try to be prepared and I try to be on time um, because I've been there, especially when like Vine was popping off and they were like, oh, this person has a lot of Vine followers. Let's get them to do this shit. Let's get them to do that shit. And then, you know, they quickly realized that these motherfuckers can't do shit past six seconds, you know? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I was on set specifically for an MTV thing, a random thing I hosted years ago. And they were like, man, we had to have this Vine person on here. And it was it was a mess, you know? They couldn't read a fucking teleprompter. They could, I mean, my, and granted, teleprompter can be difficult, but they were like, ah, oh, it, was, it was all bad. 
Yeah. I mean, I, you know, for, for, for a lot of young content creators too, when you guys want to expand outside of what you're doing, and by the way, you actually don't have to, you can live happy just doing your own thing. But if, mm -hmm. if you want to go into traditional television and movies and stuff like that, you're going to have to require some, this skills, there's yeah. social stuff involved. There's a bunch of things out there. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think like, that's where they get fucked up. Cause they're so used to just shooting in the room. Nobody's watching. Mm -hmm. Nobody's there. They could redo takes, do jump cuts. Mm -hmm. and there ain't none of that shit. Dude. I don't know if I ever told you this i've definitely mentioned this on no chaser but um you know for a while now they brought on a lot of social media people to try them out right like as far as youtubers me and emmanuel hudson of course we killed it right because we also we did theater in high school yeah. we were used to performing shit like that but a lot of these younger social media influencers they didn't have any type of stage experience or, mm. you know, anything beyond their cell phones, right? So it was a couple people, <clears throat> bro, they brought in, really wanted them to do well. And I'm talking about lights are on, cameras on, we're filming, live audience. Uh, uh, so yeah, stepped out, silence. Yeah. Straight silence. And they were like, you know, it's a TV show. Fuck it, run it back. They would run it back. Fucking up, quiet, dog. Like, just freezing on stage. And uh, it was pretty, uh, it's pretty uncomfortable, uh, uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. you know. But that's because they're used to editing everything, yeah. right? But when you're doing a live performance, there is no editing, mm -hmm. you know. And I think even now, too, with, you know, a lot of people are going into stand-up. And I've watched a few influencers, not going to name them, and they're doing stand-up. And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is bad. Mm -hmm. But they also think that they're amazing because they're bringing out their own crowd. Mm -hmm. And they're just laughing at everything that they're saying. Mm -hmm. But then I'll see these same people where they're doing an open mic. Nobody knows it than them. And it's crickets. Mm -hmm. It's like because they thought their material was good because their fans were laughing. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, it's like if you can't make a stranger laugh, then you're probably not that funny. Dude, there's this uh, – Rick sent me this TikTok of this older comedian – He's like, oh man, I need to, I need to get like some crowd work for some TikToks. I'm just gonna do some crowd work really quick, okay? Let me, let me do something. He has, uh, he's like, uh, hey, where, where are you from? And the guy's like, L.A. He's like, L.A. We're in L.A., idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I got one. There's a, there's a, there's a good TikTok right there. Okay, um, how about you? How about you? Um, hey, uh, how, how old are you? And the guy's like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm now. I don't remember, but this is an example of like what he was doing. How, how old are you? It's like. 38. It's like, huh, pretty fucking old. All right, there's another TikTok. Easy, got it. Okay, cool. He's this, this, this like, oh, okay, got my crowd work TikToks. Dude, there's a, there's a guy, which I'm kind of debating of like kind of outing this dude out a little bit. Whoa, the drama. But I just don't think it's my place, but it's a little odd, right? I guarantee it's not your place. It's, it isn't, but it is <laughs> because I want to. <laughs> also, too, it's like, what's the big deal, I guess? But a lot of comics have been sending me this. It's like, hey, you know this person? And I know why people send me this stuff because they know I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, he'll do it. I was like, of course I will because who cares? Yeah. But at the same time, I, I don't know. I just don't want to ruin people's shit, you mm -hmm. know? But he does fake stand-up where he sets it up in his room. Because I watch this video, right? And yeah. I'm like, because like I, I shoot videos, and right? And I'm like, this is not a stand-up room. This is like in his living room. And it's a laugh track? And it's a laugh track. What? So he's doing these jokes where I'm like, that's not a fun. And the people are cracking up in the crowd. And I started looking at the video. I was like, that's in his room. That's a set. For real? Right? And then one of my buddies was like, yeah, that is a set. I, I know it's a set. I was like, you guys, what the fuck? And so he's doing that. And he has like a huge following because people are laughing at these jokes. But then I, I, a few of people that I know went to a show. The guy's bombing. 
yeah, yeah. Because it's like, it's not a real person laughing. That's crazy. And it's like, holy shit, you could even fake being funny now. So he's putting a laugh track where people are cracking up. He's doing like fake crowd work. Dang. Crazy, huh? <laughs> but, you know, once again, like we were saying, proof is always still in the pudding. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like having to be. The yellow pudding. <clears throat> the yellow pudding. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Unless he's sticking stuff in people's drinks. Right. <laughs> you know? But yeah, he said they went up and they saw him perform because they just wanted to see. They're like, well, you know, if people are buying these tickets, then he's selling out, right? Right. Goes in. Even the people that went to go see him weren't laughing. That's crazy. And I was like, dog, how do you do this? Like, how do you, I would, it would suck for me to do that and then go up and then people aren't laughing. They're just kind of like, oh, okay. Wow. Oh, shit. But you could fake a lot of stuff nowadays. Isn't that fucking wild? That's pretty wild. Yeah. I'm not going to call that guy because it's like everybody got to make a living. And if it's working for him, that's fine. It's just a little weird, you know? I mean, he will, he will get his, uh, Comeuppance. I mean, it's already happening. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's already happening. It's so, like you can't fake. You, <clears throat> you can, can fake, only, fake it to a certain point, right? You can only fake it so much. Exactly. That's why I would always say, like, even you know, early YouTube days, I would like, um, uh, what, what do you call it when you put a thumbnail, a misleading thumbnail? Robin. No, you know, clickbait. 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 I was like catfish. Yeah, I was I would clickbait a lot in my early videos. You know, if it's like. Um, just to, you know, oh, just, just, Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez broke up. So I'd put a picture of them in the thumbnail and then I, it would be just me talking about it. Right. Yeah. Which I hate when I watch now, like I'm trying to just fucking hear about something, but you know, people will get mad at clickbait. But then my thing was if I'm still being funny and you don't watch it. Yeah. Like, like if people get baited, but then they like what they see, then it's working. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody can clickbait you into watching some bullshit. But if it's a clickbait and it's like, oh, I like, I like that I've been baited. Well, here's the thing too. I've never clickbaited, right? Mm-hmm. And then this, I remember one time, like, I wrote what I was talking about, and there, like, somebody just wrote, "Look at this clickbait ass title." But I was like, I literally talking about it in the video. Mm-hmm. And there's people wrote, it's like, that's not what clickbait is. You fucking more. Like somebody went off on him. Oh. It was like, <laughs> they were like, they were writing to this guy's like. He's not clickbaiting. It's literally what he's talking about it, in the video. So stupid. Literally, I know. I get that all the time with the vlogs and shit. It's like, this is clickbait when it's literally a, a still from the video and a title about something in the video, you motherfucker. Yeah, so it's not clickbait. It's literally the video's content. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? And it's just like one of those things. It's like, oh, my God. And then obviously this person is like, well, either way, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, is this a, like a troll or something? It's like, no, this person follows me. I'm like, a, it's like the same way where you're like, People will hear someone like uh, they'll hear raw vocals of a a, a singer, mm-hmm. and then without like the reverb and without the whatever, auto tune. They only sing oh. with auto tune, and it's like you guys don't even know what this shit means. Yeah, it's anyway, just reverb. David's gonna show me who this comedian is, and then we'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, 
indoor or outdoor. You can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Speaking of live shows, we're back now. Speaking of live shows, No Chaser is doing a live show at the end of the month. Uh, if you want to come, let me know. Uh, what day? January 28th. It'll be in Santa Monica. And uh, stay tuned for how you can get tickets and all that. It's going to be super fun. We're not just doing like a live podcast. We're going to be like, you know, doing a lot of crowd participation shit. Um, might even be a twerk contest. Uh, men and women. And I think it'll be a great time. You guys should I did pull a Genius up. Brain live show and it was fucking fun, man. Yeah, when, you when do are that? we doing a dudes one? Oh, we fucking should. Yeah, we could do it. Yeah, we, we totally could. <laughs> yeah, we literally totally could. Oh, man, that's a good idea. Yeah. I don't know why I fucking never thought about that. Well, I, <laughs> well you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> that's great because um, as Rick and I were scouting locations, there was like two theaters that we really liked. One of them being the one in Santa Monica that we're doing the No Chaser one at. But the other one, it's like... It's the same capacity, but it feels a lot more intimate. And I was like, ah, I really want to do a show here. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, it was so funny because we, we booked out this venue for the Genius Brain one, right? Mm-hmm. And then for some reason, I thought it was like the smaller House of Blues. Mm-hmm. But we did the one that was like a fucking giant stadium thing. Mm-hmm. It was like, I don't think it's like 600 or something. Mm, y'all sold out? No. We only, <laughs> we only had like, like th- I mean, it's not a little. It's like, it was like 300 people there. Mm. So it was a good amount of people, yeah. right? But then it looked so empty because it was a huge auditorium. And I went there. I was like, wait, this is gigantic. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we kind of fucked up because I thought it was the small House of Blues, which I know like that House of Blues, I think it only has 200. Mm. So I thought we oversold. Ah. So I was I completely fucked that up. But it was super fucking funny. When did you do that? This was like two years ago. Oh, two, three shit. years ago. Um, Who was it? It was me and Bose. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, that shit that's was right. fucking fun. And you know, like the live interaction is really fun too because, you know, you could do stand-up, you could do whatever the fuck that you want mm-hmm. and people loved it, you know? Yeah, this shit would probably be more like, uh, we're going to cap it around 150 because um, that's as many seats there are. <laughs> and also, uh, remember when I was doing those follow me live shows at the comedy clubs? Yeah, that was fun. It's probably going to be more of that vibe. You know what I'm saying? Get people involved, go through their phones, bullshit like that. Um, you got to bring that back. Yeah, that was like a sponsored thing. I didn't do that. You know, I, w- I got paid to do that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> that, I mean, it was fucking fun. I'll just rip off the whole format and do it. Yeah, rip off the whole format and just fucking do it all over. I'll again, just man. fucking do that, dude. I'll just rip off the whole format and, and just, just fucking rip, do it. Just rip it off and just fucking do it, bro. <laughs> You'll just rip it off and fucking do it. I think you should do it. But fucking rip it off. Oh, no. I don't know. I'm a bad man. I think I overdid it. You know? I think maybe what I'll do is rip off the fucking format and just do it. How about that? Yeah, I got a better idea. Why don't you rip it off and then do the format? <laughs> 
Okay, okay, okay. Um, well, how about this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's so funny. I, I, I hear what you're saying. Okay. But I, uh, I disagree. All right. <laughs> what do you disagree with? What the, do you want to do? Well, okay. You know how you said we should we should rip it off mm-hmm. and do it? Yeah. <sighs> I don't know, man. I think we should. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never, never mind what I think. It's okay, stupid. I think. Okay, I, just, just say it. What do you think it is? I'll, I'll just, I'll just do. Okay. 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 What, what, what if? 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 No, that's stupid. No, it's that's not stupid. That. Just say it. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. No, it's stupid. just say it. It's stupid. Just say it. It's stupid. Okay. Okay. Nah. Okay. Okay. You have to say that. I'm curious. Okay. No, no. It's too much. No, you have to. It's too much. People are waiting. Okay. 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 Turn me up. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's be turning up the, the volume. <laughs> okay. Wait. 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 What if this is this is crazy? This is crazy. I want to hear it though. No, 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 no. No, no you no. have to. Okay, 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 okay. What if what if what if, what if we just what if we just? <laughs> God, <laughs> moving on. That's such a stupid idea, dude. It's so dumb. I know. That's why we should just rip it off and fucking do it. Woo! Wow, I waited the whole time for that. That was a dumb idea. That was fucking stupid, guys. What the fuck are we talking about? Why are you wearing sunglasses? Uh, because now if I have it on the whole time. If I take it off, it's going to be too bright now. And my eyes already adjusted. Yo, you got late, You got eye surgery, yeah? Yes, I did. I had terrible vision. I actually recently went blind for a hot second. What are you talking about? From when I was uh, boxing, and then I got hit in the eye, and then my retina kind of uh, separated, Yeah. and then went black, and now I have extra floaters. Because, For real? Yeah. So it was actually pretty scary. Um, that's why I don't spar like that anymore. Oh. That's why now I just light spar because I don't do that shit. I don't play that shit anymore. Are you trying to get sexy for 2024 or what? So I'm glad you mentioned that. <laughs> oh, shit. Trapezoids? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like when I see, when I see a fine-ass girl walk by. Oh, God. You look like a little fucking uh, Rottweiler, dog. <laughs> Or is that a pit bull? One of those things. Fucking like bulldog. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was going for. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is a dumb podcast. This is probably the dumbest podcast that anybody has ever heard. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> my goal for this year, I have a few goals. And number one is to, obviously, we'll talk about the weight loss thing. But one of the biggest things is to just create content again. I think like I've really come to the terms, come to terms with the fact that I I just enjoy doing things the way I want to do it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that this whole time, I've I've done the opposite. And I will be honest with you, it's not, we're not even talking about financially. Mm-hmm. I really just enjoy doing the things the way I want to do it. And like, I think I'm just gonna just start creating. Mm-hmm. I, I get so caught up in that thing of like, oh, this has to be perfect. This has to be perfect mm. that I just end up not creating anything anymore. Mm. And it's something that I always advise against, but then I started doing it. So this year, I'm just going to, I don't care what the fuck I make. I'm just going to make whatever. No yeah. format, no nothing. And just fucking just, just enjoy it again. Yeah, man. I, um, you know, I got in my head a lot with that, especially when I feel, whoa, especially when I feel like 
there was a time on YouTube where the audience got very used to super HD quality sketches and shit. Yes. Everything needed to be so high quality. If it was less than, you know, amazing cameras, people were like, you film this on a potato? What the fuck is this, yes. right? Yes. And then, so I kind of got in my head that I was like, no, my shit needs to be fucking TV level shit, right? And you kind of really get in your head about stuff. And, but, and you know, as, as, um, annoying as like constantly feeling like you have to post like shorts and TikToks can be. Um, I do feel like there's a freedom that comes with the uh, fuck it, man. I'm just gonna post whatever. You know what I'm saying? The mm -hmm. fact that there's like there's people that do really funny sketches just on their phones, and it's like people just like you know you don't need the green screen to be clean anymore. It's mm -hmm. motherfuckers just using the little the app, app, and it's just them blurry in front of a picture, like, and it's just and. People just like funny shit and they like content and they appreciate it. And I, I, for me also, I was telling myself, I'm like, instead of writing down all these fucking ideas and concepts that I never do because I'm too worried about the quote unquote quality. I was like, let me just do this shit. I, I yeah. literally texted somebody this morning for this show that I want to do. Um, and I was like, let me stop bullshitting and like hit him up. I was like, Hey, can you make me a little logo for this? Cause I'm just, I'm trying to like almost force myself to do it, you know? Yeah. And I want to like also to just, I've gotten honestly a little lazy, mm -hmm. right? Because like, let me just give you guys a little glimpse into, to kind of like content creation, right? Have you guys ever watched like these food YouTubers or these like travel people where you see this like 60 second clip that they post, right? And it's all these custom, you know, they do all the lighting. The lighting is whatever. They clearly don't know how to light, but like they, but they have a high quality camera, right? Mm -hmm. You know that these people, if they were just cooking the food, <laughs> it would just be 15 minutes, 20 right. minutes, 30 minutes, maybe right. even an hour. But because they're shooting it, that's actually a whole day shoot mm. for a 60 second video clip. Mm -hmm. And for me, I was just like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. doing that. But to be honest with you, if you're a creator, that's the type of effort we used to put in, though. We yeah. used to put that fucking effort in. Mm -hmm. And we kind of just, you know, obviously we've done well outside of this space. We've done well in the space. We've done that podcast, all this other stuff, right? That we just kind of, we forgot the amount of work it takes to create stuff that we enjoy. We got comfortable. We got very fucking comfortable. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of was like reminded of that just while scrolling by it. And I was looking at this food content. I'm like, damn, this fool made a sandwich. And that would have taken 10 minutes. But that shit probably took him like three, four hours. And it was beautiful, wasn't it? And it was a beautiful product at the end of the day. You know, they say comfort is the enemy of progress. It really fucking is. Mm -hmm. And that's why for me, other thing that I'm going to be doing is... <laughs> I'm <a> good <laughs> yeah, I, I laugh because... <laughs> <laughs> so what happens, like, you ever have, like, a notebook where you write your goals? When I write new goals, I just erase the number at the end, and then I just change the year. <laughs> <laughs> just the same notebook? <laughs> it's the same notebook. It's still the first page, but then it's just a layer of whiteout. <laughs> and I just change that fucking number. Ever, like, the first year was, like, lose 20 pounds, and the last year was lose 30 pounds. <laughs> you just make a little three over the two. <laughs> <laughs> just so many crossed out numbers. <laughs> All the numbers just change with the same goals. <laughs> but I guess like, you know, one of the hardest things is like, 
you know, no matter how, so if, if you guys have ever been like a really fat person, right? And I'm talking about unhealthy fat, right? You know, whatever your body size, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about I was, uh, you know, pretty unhealthy, like 290 pounds. You go back. God damn. Okay, well, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> first thing I'm going to do is cut him out of my life. <laughs> if you go back to our very first episode where we shot. Um, Send Foods? Send Foods. Yes. I look like a different human being. Walrus. Right, okay. And I was just. <laughs> 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 With the sunglasses, I look like a walrus that plays jazz music. <laughs> but uh, I was very, very unhealthy at that time, mm. right? And when you kind of live in this state where you're just doing unhealthy things, you normalize a lot of the shit that's really bad mm. going on, right? Whether it was my skin, acid reflux, I had sleep apnea, all this other stuff. It mm. was just a daily part of my life. Mm. Well, when I started losing the weight, when I started eating healthier, sleeping better, whatever, I now know what it feels like to be healthier, mm. right? And so kind of like when you're in an unhealthy state and that's your day-to-day, -day, you don't know what it feels like to be on the other side. Right. But once you get to the healthier side, this becomes your norm and this is what you look for, right? Ah, so yeah, you've... Uh you would have never known uh, the like what it's like to have solid poop <laughs> <laughs> ever. That's As, crazy. Dude, I had some liquidy poop all the time, like all the time, like to the point where, like, if I asked you, if you said, like, dude, my poop's solid all the time, I'd be like, dude, you should go get that checked. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's like what you just had bad gut health or like bad gut health. You know, you're not eating fiber. You just have a very shitty diet. Huh. You know, and I didn't know these things. You kind of know, but you ignore it, yeah, you yeah. know? And so now, like, for example, holiday comes around and, you know, you'll gain some weight. But the weight gain is not the problem. It's how I feel. Mm. It's like acne, pimple, pimple. Mm. Acne starts yeah. to come out. Um, I'm, like, having stomach aches. Like, the shits don't feel that good. I'm mm -hmm. super slow, lethargic. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, I'm at that point where it's just, like, I need to learn how to regulate my food. Mm. I need to learn how to just do it consistently. Mm. Because you, you're going to, by the way, when you guys gain weight, you're going to gain weight six, seven pounds, eight pounds, nine pounds, lose it. That's completely fine. Yeah. What I don't like is the physical bad effects that I get, mm -hmm. right? Like the skin, the bad sleep, the, the heartburn. I don't want none of that shit anymore. Yeah, man. The lethargicness, lethargy. The yeah, lethargy. We, we learned it. We, fi we figured it out, you know? Yeah. The lethargy aspect is for sure something... <laughs> That you notice, you know, even when like when I did that beach body shit and I lost like 20 pounds, um, you know, and then I, st I it's crazy how much of a difference when you when you are just moving around. And even like now that I've gained a little bit of it back, um, you know, I'm kind of in between, but it's still like, oh, God, like I'm tired. Well, I'm also older, but it's like sometimes, you know, jumping around with Veda and I've said this before. It's like I realize I'm like, I, I should probably. Uh, get my shit together a little bit so you know we got we got we got two of these motherfuckers now yeah you know and like i think i'm just uh, i just never really because i lost so much of the weight like mm. going that extra step has never been that important to me up until oh, getting buff yeah well i don't know if i would necessarily want to get buff or jack but i do want to be at a weight where i don't have these like weird you know, you know what i'm saying just like eat better yeah, just yeah, eat yeah. better sleep better and get healthier and in turn all those other stuff will happen so that's what I'm trying to focus on now and just kind of being adamant about it. And then, by the way, I'm not talking about like just weight loss. I think the weight loss will happen. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. But I'm, you know, just being adamant about eating healthier, uh, taking the vitamins, stretching. Stretching. You know what I'm saying? Dog, I'm so stiff. Dude. I'm so fucking stiff. Stretching. For me, I was like, yo, I don't care about not being flexible, right? Until one day I just was doing regular things and it hurt. 
And then Rick was like, bruh, we're at that age now. You need to just stretch to live. <laughs> no, not, not to do any strenuous activities. You need to stretch to get through your day without injuring yourself. Dog, I saw this fucking uh, tweet that cracked me the fuck. It blew up too. It was like, you know when you're old, when your body breaks down doing the shit that it's supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you're supposed to be able to turn your neck and then not have it lock up. That's right. a basic necessity in life. Mm-hmm. And that shit is so true. And it's all, yeah, I think it's also too, it's like we're at that age where it's like, okay, you're not getting a pass anymore. Mm-hmm. You got to focus on this shit now. Mm-hmm. So today I have my vitamins. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I had... I didn't stretch, but I walked a little bit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I drank my waters. All right. And then I already felt better, and I started my day this way. Now, I'm trying not to be that person at the year where you start it, and then you say, fuck it, for the rest of the year. Same. I'm trying to make this a, like a permanent part of my life. Ah, uh, what is it? They say it takes, what, like 21 days to form a new habit or something it was like, like that, something right? like, Robin, what you, how many days? Was it 30 days? Yeah, I thought it was about 30 days. Yeah, something it's like, like something that. like this. about a month, right, for you to kind of really build this habit. And I did that with the walking stuff, but I also realized, too, um, I had this stuff where I would kind of tracked all the stuff that I did when I was losing the weight originally mm. and getting healthier. Well, I've been doing more, and there's no weight being lost. So that's also like an advent of age, too. Mm. And like making oh, you got to do more. I now. do a little bit more now. Well, that's what you got to do. You got you to just fucking take the format and just fucking do it. <laughs> You know what? You know what, dude? I think I just gotta take this. Just fucking do it. I oh when you put it like that, I think you got. I think you got a work a working plan here. I don't know why I never thought of this. Nobody, nobody said it to me like the way you just said it, dude. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, well, all right, well, let's talk about this. We're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. What a dumb joke. <laughs> what a fucking stupid ass joke. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, fucking Chia was so annoying the other day, but it was out of love. Because um when I when I did lose that weight, I was mm-hmm. doing, you know, 21 day fix, beach body shit. And the trainer on there, um, Autumn, she would say the most like cliche but like um true shit, you know, very like, you know, stuff you would see on a poster on a, like, against the sunrise or something like that, right? But yeah. it was, like, shit that would make you go, yeah, you're right. And one thing that always kind of resonated with me is she would say, um, you can't, you're not going to see different results doing the same thing every day. And I'm like, ah, fuck, she's right. You know, she's like, you're That's not going to make a change if you keep doing the same thing. I was like, fuck. Yeah. And then, um, uh, and uh, you know. It was for working out, but, like, you can totally apply that to, like, life, you know? So Chia's been trying to get me to just... You know, have formed just better habits. And so she said that. She's like, babe, remember what Autumn said? You know, you're not going to make a change doing the same thing. I was like, ah, I know that. I know, stupid Autumn. (laughs) Dumbass name. But, you know, and I also got like a recent scare too because a lot of my. Dumbass name. Yeah, dumbass fucking name, dude. Why not be July, idiot? You know what I mean? (laughs) Dumb, dude. You know, change the format. (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, so stupid. Um, you know, Nikki Blaze, she put it on her story. Her mm. dad had a health scare. Uh, my friend Anna on her story, her dad had a heart attack. Oh, God. He had a health scare. One of my mom's friends just passed away uh, mm. during the holidays, same age as my mom. Mm -hmm. And this is all like health related stuff. And it's like you either if you if you keep pushing it back, it's, it's never going to get done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And next thing you know, you're 60, you're 50 mm -hmm. and you go backwards in time. You're 60 or 50, <laughs> you're 50, you're 60. Yeah. And then you go, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. And I think I just want to get ahead of this right now because, you know, and I think a lot of people too, you've already lost a lot of weight, hmm. which is true. Yeah. And I did great. Now it's just like, let me just hurry up and finish the shit, yeah, you know, man. and then keep doing it. So, like, I, I get scared of that stuff, too, because I don't have a kid yet. But if, I, if, you know, God willing, I do. I want to be healthy. I want to be around for them because I'm having a kid later than most people would, too. Mm. Right? So that's the other shit that's been fucking me up. Yeah, bro. I think about that all the time. I think, if anything, that's one of my main motivators for trying to just live a healthier life is because, you know, I want to be active with my child. I want to be present. I want to be, like, be able to catch up with her and like or keep up with her and run around and shit, you know? Um, speaking of... Uh, older Asian people. My dad's friend, also one of his good homies, is actually like in the hospital. Ugh. Um, had to go do a few different things, right? But my dad, you know, he's fucking funny, right? So he's like, he sends me. He's like, yeah, you know, um, he's like, my friend might like they think he might have like liver failure, whatever, whatever. But then he's like, um, I might have to, I might have to donate my liver, right? That's what my dad says. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Dad, if you donate your liver, that guy's gonna die immediately. <laughs> Your liver is trash for sure. You want your friend to live? Keep your liver to yourself. <laughs> the doctor's like, yeah, we're good, man. Hey, yo, chill. He's like, fuck, what's supposed to do with this? Yeah. This is actually worse than his liver, and I don't know how you're alive right now. Yeah, yeah. He's like, how are you trying to donate a failed liver, dude? <laughs> your dad comes in. He goes, please, save my friend. Take mine. We're okay. <laughs> Pass, buddy. Your friend's like, no! He <laughs> <laughs> can hit her in the other room. Please, no! <laughs> Just take me, take me now. <laughs> so we transfer the liver and now he has cancer. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and, and he's impotent for some reason. <laughs> Just every, everything fucked up even more. Now he's blind? <laughs> <laughs> my, my dad, so my dad has always joked about death ever since I was a little kid. Um, I don't know if I brought this up with you before, but he always used to joke about death. And so I'm super comfortable joking with death and like making jokes about dying and shit like that. Not a lot of people are uh, comfortable with that. You feel me? I'm very comfortable with it. Okay, good. Because I've been around people where you start making death jokes. It's like, oh, it got dark. I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, just it is what it is. You yeah. know, people die. We, so we can joke about it, right? Yeah. Um, like he would always say, oh, this is a recent joke of his, which is actually, it's funny because it's also like, kind of true but he'll be like he'll be in thailand he's like yeah you know like had a big reunion party for me and all my old friends only three of us there god damn it everyone else <laughs> everyone else is dead <laughs> he's like god no one was here do you want my mom is such a fucking savage dude like when my grandpa he was like you know he was living with us and, you know, my grandpa would have these, these fits and these moments and he would just start yelling in the house. And my grandpa was like, oh, fuck this house. I don't want to live here anymore anyways. I'm about to go to L.A. and just live with my friends. And my mom's like, your friends are dead. Ain't nobody give a fuck. I'm like, damn, mom. Like, that's fucking harsh. It's, uh, it's pretty fun. Yeah, dude, I tell you this, though. That that mortality thing, it's, you know, creeps up. And sometimes two people on our age are passing away. Yeah. You don't fucking know when it's your time. But if I could do stuff to make sure that I stay around longer, I think I'm going to just really focus on that. For sure, man. And you know what, dude? Like, here's the thing, right? Like, I'm, I'm kind of always thinking about mortality and shit. Yeah. Um, 
for one, like I I always you know I always just joke around like keep your liver to yourself. <laughs> Isn't that great? That's funny. Uh, I'm hilarious. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> people would ask me wow, why. Humble. <laughs> yeah. humble guy. Huh? Well, life is too short to be humble, dog. Come on. Uh, <laughs> people would always ask me why I was never afraid of of flying, right? And I always say this kind of like a joke, but I was also kind of serious. And I always be like, guys, I, just, I know I'm not going to die. <laughs> it's oh. like, I know I'm not going to die on this flight. God has amazing plans for me. I'm not going to die on a fucking plane. <laughs> uh, but, then, but then also there's a part of me, I say that, but then there's also a part of me that is constantly thinking like, we could die at any time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Life is so short, unpredictable. We could literally die at any time. And whenever people are like, dude, how do you stay so optimistic? I'm like, I'm optimistic because I think I could die at any time. Yeah. Because, and that's why I try to fucking make the most out of life Every day, because I know that this shit is short, and yeah. we could all just die. Yeah. You know, you know the so, you know, speaking of like being like really sadistic and joking about death. Yeah, like one of our friends texted us in in the group chat because you know they had a health scare or whatever, and this person wrote, <clears throat> and I didn't write this, but I wanted to because it was really <laughs> funny to me. But they were like, "Hey, like my family just had a health scare, and the only thing I could think of was like, I wish I would have spoke to this person more and hugged them more," and it's like. So if I could just remind you guys, like, make sure you go to your family, you hug them more, a little bit every day, and or talk to your parents more often. I was like, I, I wanted to write, I talk to them every day, you piece of shit. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I wrote it. I started giggling, <laughs> and then Mary was like, "Don't say that." <laughs> she goes, "That's inappropriate. Too much. <laughs> it's a little too much." Like, and then you know, we went back, and they were crying. I heard that they were crying. I was like, okay, it's a good thing I didn't say that. Yeah, you motherfucker. <laughs> I couldn't read the room for a second. Mm. I was like, oh. I got a good one here. <laughs> I typed it out and I just see Mario like, no, <laughs> not now. You know what's fucked up? I always feel bad about in terms of like death is like, there's been multiple times, bro, where I'm scrolling through Instagram and I'll see someone like post just a funny looking family member or something. And I'm ready like this. Why did they look like a joke? And then I read RIP. I'm like, oh, whoops. Let me make sure and read that caption every time. Yeah, yeah. Because that could have been bad. Dude, can I tell you something? Yeah. <laughs> I felt so bad. I didn't write this comment. Yeah. But, dog, this shit was so fucking bad. You know, it was during the time, you know, COVID was going around. The mm. Rona was going around. And then there was a person that I know that posted a photo of his relative who passed away from COVID. Mm-hmm. And it was this whole emotional thing, but he was kind of saying shit like, for those of you who don't wear a mask, you could have saved my uncle's life, blah, blah, blah. You guys are all monsters and saying all this other shit. But when you post that and it goes around, people who aren't following him are going to write stuff when mm. you put it out to the public. Mm. And it was just one comment that got like 13,000 likes before he took the photo down. And he was like, you monsters, ki like COVID killed my uncle, right? And somebody, and his uncle was really, really fat. Mm. He was like, he just wrote, typo, it's Crisco. Oh, God. <laughs> and then it got 13, like 13. Oh. <laughs> and then you can see the comments, hella people laughing. Some people are saying you're terrible for writing it. Yeah. And he's like, and then he just kept writing back one phrase. He goes, where's the lie? Where's the lie? Where's the oh lie? Oh, my God. And that shit was so poorly timed. <gasps> I laughed super hard because I was like, this person's heartless as fuck, right? <laughs> but then I guess kind of, you know what I mean? No. So, you know, but so, <laughs> some people just don't have the same type of sentiment that everybody else does. Look, I tell people all the time, like. When I die, I want y'all to make jokes immediately. 
but I want them to be funny. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. Not no basic shit, okay? If you're gonna roast me after I die, that shit better be creative mm. and it better be like a, just a good joke. Not no fucking played out old ass joke, okay? Make that shit good. But there is no such thing as fucking too soon for me when I die, all right? Mm -hmm. But I want y'all to go in creatively, please. Yes, man. I got a lot written out, so <laughs> I, I, I plan for him to die before me. You were supposed to roast me at my roast, and you didn't come because I had, you were too scared. I had no. I had a college show. <laughs> that college show paid well too. I was uh, like, all right, go to this one, make like a lot of money. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go make a lot of it's money. It's crazy because we weren't even really like friends yet. Yeah, I just wanted I, you to come. I wanted to stream. Like, can somebody put? Because I wrote so much shit out mm. and at the time I didn't really know Tim like that yeah. so it was just easier for me to just kind of like make up shit mm. you know what I'm saying but now it would just be all these inside jokes <laughs> I, I know I know it'd be great actually the person who I, who I wrote the most jokes for who I didn't know at the time was actually Steve really yeah Steve Green <coughs> yeah I am um, what did I write for fucking Steve I didn't, I didn't really know him like that I know him a little bit from Maker but I think one of the only thing I can remember I wrote for Steve is like Steve Steve Green looks like he's just bad at sex. <laughs> like it's just bad. I had a lot of pedophile <laughs> jokes for him. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. checks out for it sure. Was whole, I can't remember right now, but I had a whole ass thing. I worked so fucking hard on it, but then it was a it was a little money opportunity. I had to take it. <sighs> well, uh, I tell you, we'll, we'll we'll just turn the the live dudes behind the foods into a little roast session. Huh? I don't want. I'm sensitive now. I can't take it. You know what? And I don't like being mean either. Yeah, I don't like it anymore. Well, I kind of do, but <laughs> I, I I also <clears throat> realized too, it's like you know, because I'm not around a lot of other roasters anymore. Yeah. Which number one, I didn't really like that much. Not because I don't like we don't like roasting each other. Yeah. It's just like when you're around a group of people who roast all the time, yeah. it doesn't stop. It's exhausting. It's fucking exhausting. You ever like, been on an ADD suit? No. Fucking dog. <coughs> when you're on an all deaf suit with all the dudes that are on roast me, it's constant. And I'm like, how do y'all do this all day? Like, I'm exhausted, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't even, I don't feel like making fun of you guys right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, can we just take a break? Yeah, and then it's like, too, it's like half of them aren't even that funny. Whoa, dude! No, no, not on ADD. I'm talking about when the roasting thing happens. Oh, okay. Like, half the jokes aren't that funny. <laughs> right, right, And, right. you know, and then they, they try to one-up it because it wasn't funny. Then that becomes more exhausting. I know. And I just don't want to do that. I like making jokes at each other here and there, mm -hmm. right? But what it's non-stop it's hard but i will say when i was a part of that environment i was quick with it because mm. i had to be and now i'm not in that head state anymore so it's just like oh this is exhausting guys like it's funny but i just don't care yeah man for years people will come up to me that were fans a while now and be like come up to me trying to roast me i'm like that's just awkward ah, can you ah. there was one food festival i think i might have shared this story um it was it was before that fried chicken festival in LA where Jaleel White was up there chilling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um the security dude came up to me randomly, said something on Jaleel, and then came up to me and said something about like, you know, was like, ah, what's your sweet and sour, whatever the fuck he said, oh, right? A God. really basic ass joke, right? Where it's like, all right, dog, even if you knew me, it just wouldn't be funny, right? But it's like also it's like, you don't know me, bro. Like yeah. you're not gonna how are you just gonna enter my atmosphere guns blazing like this? Like you I do not want to do this. You know? That happens to me too. Like meet and greet. Somebody tries to roast. Yeah. And I just like, I don't have the energy for this. I was like, if you really want to do this, I will fucking wreck you, dude. <laughs> like I'll fucking make, I'll make everybody uncomfortable here. Like yeah. if you want that, if you want that smoke, we can go at it all fucking right, day. Right, right. But like, like this one meet and greet too. I forgot what this guy said. It was something along the lines of like, 
you know, because he watches my stuff mm-hmm. and he's just like, oh, he goes, at least I graduated from college or something like that. And I'm okay. like, is that a roast? Lame. Yeah. Lame, joke, Lame right? joke. And then, you know, I took it and I was like, okay, I got time today. <laughs> All right. And I just started fucking making fun of his hair, down to his clothes, down to his shoes. I was like, if I didn't fucking graduate, what the fuck are you doing in my meeting? I'm trying to suck my dick, you little bitch. Oh, little and, bitch. And then I started roasting him and I was going in on him. And then he got really uncomfortable. And he started, I was like, don't walk away. We're not done. You wanted to go. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. And the people are cracking up. This fool gets in my DMs. He goes, oh, I was like, I thought I was fucking fucked up what you did. Like, you were better. My girl was there. I was like, bro, you came at me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't really happy. I thought that was super rude of him. It's mm-hmm. like, he didn't even say hi. Mm-hmm. And he just went with that. Yeah, dog. Like, come on, man. Like, read the room a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that security guard, I was like, <laughs> he said whatever joke he said. And I looked at him. I looked up at him. He was super tall. I was like, you know, I don't really just, I don't like doing that. <laughs> just, I'm not, just not, not right now, man. You know, yeah. Just, Relax. It's just weird. You know, some people, man, you know what they say, you know, if you if you can't stand the the grill marks and then you shouldn't probably shouldn't go try and cook something in the kitchen when it's for breakfast. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's how the saying goes, man. If you if you don't know what to get your son, you get a pack of black garlic. <laughs> That's I lo- that makes sense. Yeah, man. I think I think that makes sense. Yeah, man. What my parents should have did is just like they should have just take the format and just fucking did do it. it. Do it. Yeah. They just, that's that's what they should have did. I told your dad that yesterday, right? Uh-huh. He called me back. He goes, No, 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 you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you need to take the format and do it. Do it. Do it. Do, do it together. Sing in harmony. Bone thugs in harmony. Harm money. The root of all evil. Satan 666, bro. Bro. I, I was sick for three weeks. Weak in my body. Uh-huh. Body transplant, I need a bigger D. Tiny penis, not me stereotype. Big man, (laughs) big dick. Oh. Energy. Oh, energy. Energy. Energy, my energy calls out for me. Who are you? Who are you? (laughs) Figaro. Figaro, Figaro. Figaroa, that street (laughs) is dirty. Like my heart. Whoa. Whoa. I'm talking about clogged arteries. Re. Do it again. What you should do. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so thank you for watching. Another episode of Dudes Behind the Foods. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. Uh, goodiebrand.com. Bunch of hoodies just dropped. I think. Uh, New, new, new um, uh, live show, No Chaser, January 28th, Santa Monica. If you're in L.A., pull up. It's going to be a great time. Nikki Blades is back. Come pull up. It's going to be a great time. David might be there hanging out or not. Who knows? Uh, make sure you follow him on everything, Secret Society, all that shit. Thank you for watching. We love you. Bye. Bye. Yo, it's the dudes behind the food. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.